0: Welcome to the very first episode of the Perfume Making Podcast. I'm Karen Gilbert and I'm here to help demystify how perfume is made and help you to use scent in your own life and to become an artisan perfumer to create fragrances for yourself, your friends, your family, or even to launch a business if you want to. In this podcast over the coming episodes, I'm going to be talking a lot about the how, the how to make perfume, the nuts and bolts of what goes into perfume, and how you actually make it yourself. But today, I really wanted to start with the foundation of why you should give this perfume-making lark a go, if you haven't already. So, if you're listening to this, the likelihood is that you love scent and you want to learn more you know maybe you've collected perfumes maybe you've got a huge collection maybe you have vintage perfumes in your collection maybe you just have a signature scent that you love that's your favorite maybe you have had a bit of a dabble and you've had a go at some blends maybe you've studied aromatherapy and blended some essential oils together and thought how can I get that to smell more like a perfume maybe you've never thought it was even possible to make your own maybe you've had a go and it all went a bit wrong this happened quite a lot to to my students when they first come to me maybe you're already making perfume and you've had some successes maybe you've had some like happy accidents with blending things together and you love it but you're not quite sure what you did or whether you did it right so wherever you're at in your journey I always find it helpful sometimes to go right back to the why as often in any creative endeavor we can get stuck in a rut and going back to your why can help you get unstuck. So let's dive in. Um why should you actually give perfume making a go? Why should you actually like attempt to to do it yourself? I don't know. Where do I start? There are so many reasons why I personally believe that you should make your own fragrances, but I'm going to cover a few here. But I would love to know yours too. Why did you get interested in perfume in the first place? And if you're interested, which I I assume you are if you're here, um, why did you get interested in perfume making? What is your big why? So you can just drop me an email to podcast at karengilbert.co.uk with anything that you'd like to share. I'm going to be doing some Ask Me Anything episodes of this podcast too. So if you have a topic that you would like me to cover, or if you've got any burning perfume making questions, then please drop me an email and let me know too. So the first reason, and I think the most obvious reason Um, that many people want to make their own perfume is to have a signature scent that's individual to them. So it's something that only you have and nobody else. Now, of course, if you have the budget, you can hire a bespoke perfumer to create one for you. And many of my alumni in my Artisan Perfumery Mastermind offer this service. And there are lots and lots of independent perfumers out there that do as well. So you do have to have a bit of a budget for that because it can be quite costly. But That aside, even if you have the budget, nothing will ever be as personal and as an individual as a scent that you've created with your own hands. There's something so fulfilling about doing it ourselves. You know, when you've come up with the idea, you've hand selected the individual materials and you've carefully blended them. You've tweaked the formulation until it's just right. And once you've got your own formulation, you're going to be able to create that again and again without fear of it being discontinued you know what it's like when you have that favorite fragrance that you've been wearing for years and then all of a sudden it goes off the market and you can't find it anymore I know some people who worry about this like stash up bottles of their their favorite fragrances um, just in case also in the fragrance industry we do have a lot of shifts and changes in raw materials some raw materials become unavailable sometimes they're regulated out of existence so a lot of commercial fragrance brands do reformulate perfumes over time and so although there is obviously if you make it yourself there's there might be an opportunity to create something very individual there is also the thing that you have to factor in of you know that maybe a material might get discontinued or maybe it might become unavailable so yes you do still have a little bit of that there but if you have control over the formulation if you know exactly what goes into it you can always make it again and again without it being fear of it being discontinued. So the second thing I wanted to cover today is that many people come to me um, wanting to create a scent to enhance their own well-being. And this is something that I am hugely passionate about. And I'm going to dive into this in much more depth in future episodes. I ran a poll a few years back on Facebook, actually, and asked a group of people who were just on my business page and I asked them why do you wear perfume as I think sometimes it's a bit of a misconception or actually should I say that there has been a misconception in the past I do think that things are changing and it's coming into that mass awareness now I think that misconception is that we wear perfume to smell good um, or to be more alluring or attractive or to cover our own body odor for whatever reason. But actually, when I did this poll, not one single person that I polled mentioned any of those things. In fact, they all said, because it makes me feel good. I spritz, a scent on before I go out to make me feel good. I wear a perfume when I'm feeling a little bit anxious and I just need to kind of get in the zone and I need to just feel a little bit better before I go out into the world. And it's a fact that scents can make us feel happier. They can make us feel more energized, more relaxed. They can make us feel more sexy, more alert, more productive. They can make us feel calmer. In fact, think of any feeling right now and the right scent that we associate with that feeling can make you feel that. So learning how to really connect with your feelings and connecting that into a scent can really help you create the perfect feel good scent for you. In fact, I wrote a blog post about it uh, a few years ago called Creating Feel Good Scents. And I'll put that in the show notes for you so you can have a read if you want. If that's something that interests you. And um, I actually even created a whole course on it uh, using scent as a tool for well-being, which, again, I'll put a link to In the show notes, if you're interested in using scent as a tool for well-being, making yourself feel better, even if you don't want to create a full blown perfume, even blending um, a few oils together can help us feel good. You know, we obviously associate aromatherapy blends with well-being, but you can also use natural perfumes or even regular commercial perfumes that help you feel good. Um, so why not make one of your own and have your perfect well-being scent? I mean, actually, and this is something that I teach in, in my courses, you know, just you can create a whole wardrobe of scents for yourself on different, about different emotions. You know, if you've got a scent that makes you feel energized and uplifted, one that is a going out scent, if you like, that makes you feel relaxed and, you know, a bit more of a, in a bit more of a fun mood and even creating your own sleep scents things like that if you want to. So yeah, that's another reason why I think you should make your own perfume. So the third thing that I wanted to cover today is is something that is so important but I think it's one of the things that really gets overlooked. And that is using creativity and play as we get older. You know, as kids we grab the crayons or the paints or the model making materials, or the plasticine, or the clay, and we get stuck in. And when we do that as kids, we don't set out to create perfection. We really just immerse ourselves into the creative process, just simply for the fun of it. And perfumery can be the same. You can just do it for fun. Um, You can do it as a creative endeavor, just just like painting a picture, you know, Fragrance materials are just another artistic medium. So get stuck in, enjoy the process do a perfume making class in the same way that you would do an art class and I think a lot of people worry about the science aspect or getting the maths calculations right in a formula and if you're doing this for yourself none of that matters really. I mean obviously if you're doing it professionally you've got to get everything right so that you could recreate your fragrances but if you're just playing around you're making something for yourself like don't get bogged down in the sciencey maths bit of it. Now obviously there are some safety aspects to follow, but really just enjoy the play and the process, like enjoy the journey, if you like. Making time for creativity is really important for those of us, especially who are in our heads a lot. And maybe you have a busy job where you're constantly using your logical left brain. And I have a lot of lawyers and finance people who come to my perfume making classes just to wind down, you know, just to use a different part of their brain that they normally use in their day to day lives. And it's so important to make time just for fun, rest and creative pursuits. I mean, often, actually, if we're stressed and we can't figure out a problem Just stepping away and doing something different and something creative can help you solve those problems in completely different areas of your life. That act of stepping out of your own way can bring in a flood of new ideas or solutions to problems just like seemingly out of nowhere I know that it's happened to me and if you're a spiritual person, if you're of the spiritual persuasion, which I definitely am, then it's said that our creativity is our connection to the divine. Now that doesn't have to be religious, it can be the divine spark in us, it can be the connection to our higher self, to nature, to the universe. It doesn't have to be you know, divine as in God or some kind of religious connotation, it can just be simply like a connection to our own divine essence. And there's a really great book, which again, I'll put in the show notes, and it's called Creativity. That's just the the title is just Creativity by Osho, um, who is a kind of spiritual teacher. And it covers all of these aspects. So if that's something that you're interested in, connecting to your own creativity as a means of you know, creating more spiritual connection, then that's a great book to have a read of. So we've talked a lot about making perfume for yourself, but let's switch gears a minute. As I know that many people come to me and maybe you're listening to this podcast because you want to start a perfume brand, but you feel like you need to hire a professional, experienced perfumer to create those scents for you. And whilst this might be a good route for some brand founders... Often, the founder wants to create their own, and this is something something that I get quite a lot, is that someone, they want to create their own fragrance and they feel like they really do want to get stuck in, but they feel like it will be too hard, it will take too long, or they feel like they just wouldn't be good enough. So what I want to encourage everyone today who has a dream of creating a perfume for a business or launching a perfume brand To at least just give it a go before handing it off to someone else. Now, often there's a whole bunch of mindset issues that are getting in the way. And there might be some of these myths, industry myths that you've um, bought into There is something so rewarding about seeing something on the shelves that you've created with your own hands. And often it's not as impossible as you might think. Now, I've had so many students go through my Artisan Perfumery Mastermind who were intending to hire a perfumer. So they came to the course because they wanted to learn a bit more about fragrance, a bit more about the ins and outs of perfumery so that they could then communicate more authentically to their customers they could also communicate more effectively to the perfume house so that they would get exactly what they wanted so they started out that way but then by digging into the training and actually giving it a go, they really ended up surprising themselves with their own talent and creating the fragrances themselves. Now, I'm not saying that's going to work for everyone, and there will be lots of reasons why you might not want to create your own if you're, if you're launching a business and you might want to just maybe focus on the, the brand design and the marketing. You know, there might be lots of different reasons why you might want to hand that off. But I would suggest that even if you do end up doing that, Give it a go. Learn a little bit more about the ins and outs of perfume making and actually have a try yourself because you never, never know. You might end up loving it and you might end up finding that actually you create the perfect thing that you want for your brand. And there's something quite amazing about launching a brand that you have created everything with your own hands. So the fifth thing that I want to come on to today is all about that. Actually, it's about self-expression and creating your own fragrance, your own perfume can be a form of self-expression and a reflection of your own personality and your values. You know, some of us want to create minimalist scents. Others might want to create opulent, maximalist perfumes with vintage vibes. And just as wearing a particular scent is a form of self-expression. So, you know, we buy perfumes that, a a reflection of how we want to be perceived, right? So sometimes we might buy a perfume that is a fresh thingy citrus that we want to just feel fresh. We want to feel energized and not give any particular um, vibe off about ourselves. But sometimes we might find that particular scent that is like, yeah, that's me. That is the, the impression that I want to give to others about my personality. And so just as wearing a commercial fragrance of a particular type is a form of self-expression, creating your own just takes it that one step further. And although I teach both natural perfume making and mixed media where we blend some naturals and synthetics together, um, a lot of people contact me who want to create organic and natural perfumes and they want to know and choose exactly what goes into their products. So that is another good reason to make your own. In fact, when I started teaching uh, perfumery back in 2010, I never had the intention of teaching people how to create fragrances to create a brand it was just natural perfume classes for people who wanted more control over what they put on their skin and that's just evolved over the years so if you want to delve into more ethical more eco-friendly Uh, more sustainable perfumes, making your own fragrance gives you so much more control. So can anyone make their own perfume? Well, I personally believe yes. You know that saying that everybody has at least one novel or one book in them. I believe the same thing about perfumery. I think that everybody, regardless of whether you want to do it as a business or not, I believe that everyone has at least one perfume in them. So yeah, I do believe that everyone and anyone can make their own perfume, but not everyone wants to. And that's a whole different thing. If you really want to delve into using your creativity and you want to roll your sleeves up to make something, then yes, definitely give it a go. But I do have to say, though, that you do really need patience with yourself. You know, as like anything in this world. You're not going to get it right first time and don't expect to. It is a learning process and it does take a bit of practice. So if you are the sort of person who is really hard on themselves and expects perfection from the get go, then either perfume making is not for you or you just might need to do a little bit of mindset work on yourself to get over this hurdle. I've seen it so many times. Often the biggest hurdle to perfume making is people expecting too much of themselves and not feeling good enough in perfume making mindset is absolutely everything and i that's one of the reasons why i cover a lot of mindset in my in my training courses that i do And there are also so many misconceptions and myths that are created by the fragrance industry that stop people from getting started. And just quickly today, I'm going to go into these in a little bit more depth in future podcast episodes, because I think they're really, really important. But I'm just going to cover a couple today that are the ones that are the first things that really stop people in their tracks. So The first one is that you need to be born with special smelling powers. You know, people call perfumers noses. And I think there is this misconception that in order to be a perfumer, you have to have some born skill, some born talent. And actually, I believe that this is just a bit of a myth. I've had people say to me, oh, you must have a really good nose. But I've said to students of mine time and time again that my sense of smell is no better than the average person. I've just trained it and my powers of observation and my powers of communication to be more or more articulate than the average person. And I think there is this this myth. And I'll, I'll talk about this a bit more in a future episode where we talk about actually the sense of smell and how it works. But we think about our nose being the tool that that is like you know do you have to have a good nose but actually it's your brain that does the work your olfactory bulb and really it it's all about connecting up what you smell with your powers of observation And training your communication skills and your memory, actually, to be more articulate than the average person. There is absolutely no reason why you can't do this, too, unless you have got anosmia, which, again... I will talk about in a future episode that it's where you actually can't l- smell anything you've lost your sense of smell maybe through injury maybe through birth defect obviously that is going to cause you a problem but thankfully that is quite rare so the other myth that I just wanted to blast out of the water here is that you have to be a chemist now I firmly believe that perfumery is more about artistry and creativity than chemistry. Yes, there is some chemistry that is helpful when you are making perfumes, especially if you're going to into this as a business. Um, but there are many, many great perfumers out there who are not chemists. And in fact, if you look at the personality traits and the mindset of what makes a good chemist and what makes a creative artist, they are often poles apart. Now, if you are going wanting to go into the fragrance inter- industry and work at one of the f- big, big fragrance houses like IFF or Shiverdan or Fermanish, then they do require um, chemistry background. But what I'm going to be talking about here is artisan perfumery, creating your own fragrances for yourself or creating your own artisan fragrances to sell to other people. And if you are doing that, you absolutely do not need to be a chemist or have any kind of chemistry degree. So the final thing that I just want to quickly cover here is this big myth that you have to train for 10 years with a master perfumer to become a perfumer yourself. Now that just because something is has always been done, and this is something that's been done over, you know, many, many decades or centuries, even where there was a situation where the perfumery knowledge was passed down from grandfather to father to son, um, in France, in the grass trad- tradition, for example. Or in more recent times, you had to go to a perfumery school, one of the elite perfumery schools. And then only after you had done that, you then did an internship with a master perfumer and trained just because it's been done like that in the past. It doesn't mean that that's always the best way. You know, there are amazing perfumers out there who have learned that way. And there are also some pretty average perfumers as well. Apprenticing with a master perfumer doesn't mean that their talent is going to rub off on you. And there is this old (laughs) adage that, you know, you ask 10 perfumers how to make perfume and they will give you 10 different answers. Everyone has a different style and a different way of doing things. And, you know, in the past, It might have been done that way, but now where you have access to so much more information online and from books, in um, online communities, in Facebook groups, on YouTube, you've got you know, perf- perfume training courses available. Nobody had that before. And nobody also had access to the perfume making materials that you really need to create a great fragrance. That has completely changed. There are so many companies out there that sell small amounts of materials. There are loads of people who are doing training in perfumery, whether it's natural, whether it's mixed media. And, you know, it depends what you want to do. Yeah. The industry does still frown upon self-taught perfumers, but actually like my students are living proof that you can do this yourself. You can be self-taught or you can train online or from books and actually go and create amazing perfumes that other people like, that other people are actually willing to part with money for. So please do not let this put you off. So one of the things that, I get asked all the time and people get confused with a little bit is about the term perfume and so before I close off today I just wanted to um, explain what when I talk about perfume I am referring to perfume that goes on skin like an alcohol-based perfume I'm talking about oil base perfumes i'm also talking about scents for body products scents for candles for room fragrances i sometimes get people come to me and say oh i'm not interested in making perfume i just want to create a scent for my face cream or my skincare product or my body product or my room sa- scent on my candle when i talk about perfume perfume is perfume is perfume right so and this is something that a lot of people outside the industry don't know the thing that goes into your face cream your body product or into alcohol to go on skin, it is all perfume. And whether you make that from synthetic materials and naturals, or you make it just from essential oils and absolutes and natural materials, I it's still a perfume. So when I talk about perfume, that is what I mean. I use the term perfume scent and um, fragrance interchangeably, just because it gets a little bit boring if you say perfume, perfume, perfume all the time, right? So if you want to create you know, your own fragrance, whether it's a skin perfume, an oil perfume, whether it's a scent for a body product or it's a rim fragrance, just give it a go. I promise you it will be so rewarding when you get it just right. Perfume making can be simple once you know how, but like anything rewarding, I'm not saying it's easy. Yes, there's theory to learn. Yes, there's techniques to master. There there are materials to familiarise yourself with. But I promise you that feeling that you get when you smell a perfume that you've made yourself that you love or when someone compliments you on a perfume that you're wearing and you've created it yourself, it will be so, so worth it. So I've talked a lot about how rewarding it can be to make your own perfume. But what about the challenges that you might come up against? So the main ones that I get asked all the time are, number one, what equipment and materials do I buy and where do I get them? So I've got a free getting started guide for this and I will put that in the show notes. So that that's covered first off, but I will do another an episode on it as well to dig into some details. So if you've got any questions, let me know. Um two, learning and memorizing all the materials that you need to make a perfume. Yeah, you do need to do this and this is something that will be an ongoing life experience. You know, there are always going to be more materials that you come into contact with that you want to learn. But don't be put off because you don't need to learn them all at once before you get started. People ask how to blend materials together and how do you know how much of one thing that goes with another to get a scent that you like? This is something that I'm going to cover in future episodes too. And you know, knowing how to make your perfume last longer. Gosh, if I had a pound for every time somebody asked me that question, I would probably be a billionaire by now. So I am going to cover that um, in a future episode as well. So as I said, I'll go deeper into some of these in future episodes. And if I missed any, make sure you let me know by dropping me an email to podcast at karengilbert.co.uk. So I hope this has given you some inspiration to get started with perfume making and if you enjoyed this episode please like and subscribe so I know my content is what you want to hear. This content is 100% free so all I ask in return is that you subscribe, follow and I would love it if you would give me a review too. So thanks for listening and I will see you next time.